What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in. My name is Matthew Boussard. This is my show. This episode today is unbelievable. We have Stan and Anthony on. Anthony's COVID story and his journey last year, the craziest COVID story I've ever heard in my life. I'm not even trying to hype up this episode. This man has a unbelievable story to tell about his trip in March and how he was wrapped up in the travel ban firsthand. I'm not going to spoil it too much. Just go ahead and listen. It will blow your mind. Let's get right into it. We have Stan and Anthony. Don't you touch that now. Maddie will be right back. We now welcome on Couple Providence boys. We got Stan and Anthony with us today. How's it going, guys? How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Matt? We're doing all right today. A little rainy Saturday. Got the boys on for a little bit. Appreciate you guys coming on the pod. Stan, good buddy of mine, Anthony, crazy fuck here. We got <laughs> we got stories galore today. Let's start with Anthony. Tell me about your band, guys. You do any local shows? What's My going band. on? I'm I'm solo. I'm a solo, solo. man right now. Damn. In and out of bands. Just for context, I know Stan because I found him on Craigslist. I needed to move to Providence, like stat. Uh, so, of course, I took to Craigslist, and that's how I found Pez. So, similarly, that's how I found all the bands that I've been in so far. They never just want, like, yeah. we just need somebody who plays the banjo. They never want that. So, I usually come in, and I'm, you know, like, oh, I do vocals, I do this, I do that. And then, you know, the group, you end up doing a, a bunch of things for, so you're never, like, the dedicated guitar player. You're, like, the guy that does, like, four or five different things, but... Yeah, so I've been in a I've been in a folk group, been in a bluegrass group. Was working with some other songwriters. Obviously, with COVID and everything, that's not happening. So I'm just doing uh, doing some solo stuff right now, working on recording, just for for more of the online presence because everything is kind of shut down with COVID. Obviously, the reputation of Craigslist is very hit or miss. Are you recording in someone's crack house? <laughs> some fucking wow! I feel exposed <laughs> on uh, more than one level of crack house. So. <laughs> This is not the first uh, living arrangement I've made via Craigslist. I've found other Craigslist roommates uh, and other Craigslist places to live. I distinctly remember a stay in Somerville for about three and a half months. That was literally a crack house. I was entering and leaving through my bedroom window because like, I didn't want to cut through the living room because that's where like everybody was. So when you were living place. at that house, you would come in through your bedroom window yep. and then you would leave through your bedroom window. Yeah. So what had happened, I was leaving like a normal person would. I had a doorknob on my door, like most doors do. And <laughs> I was leaving for the day. I was going to work, come back. I'm like, my stuff is missing. I'm like, I don't have, I'm like, I had food here that's not here. I'm like, I had some electronic stuff. I'm losing, I'm missing an iPhone cable. You know, I'm like, what's going on? And like, you know, I had two dedicated roommates, but it was just like a rat pack of like who was in and out of the apartment at what time. It was just a total gang of people. So I was like, my stuff is getting stolen. So I took the doorknob off the door and I just replaced it with like a deadbolt, you know? Yeah. So I was just, I had no doorknob. It was just a deadbolt. So I'd close the door, lock it, and then I would be leaving through the window to keep people out of my stuff. <laughs> I lived off like canned food, like that's like salmon in a pouch. You ever Damn, see that? Damn, you were grinding. Yeah, you're like, what kind of cretin? Like, who's buying salmon in a pouch? What kind of cretin does that? It's the guy who gets all of his food stolen from the from the, the dr druggies he lives with. So I couldn't use the fridge, so I had to just stick with like, you know, non-perishable stuff. So I just Fuck, canned dude. everything for that for that three and a half months. It was a wild time. That's crazy. Bro. So the state of Craigslist right now. Pretty hit or miss. Hit or miss. Uh, yeah, hit or miss. You know, sometimes people are really into it, especially, so like I use that for a lot of like music networking yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times people are pretty into it. Other times they're terrible. I think the, the best one that happened so far this uh, this year was somebody was looking for 
just to get like a, a group of revolving artists booked at this place. So it's kind of like, you know, every Wednesday night we got the same artists. They come in and play a couple songs, you know, kind of thing. And the guy's like, I, you know, I'm looking for high quality. You know, don't be upset if I don't email you back. I'm only going to email you back if I think that you have talent. That's what he said in the Craigslist listing. I'm like, well, this is great. So like I email him. If I don't hear anything, I'm not going to worry about it. And then if, he hear, if I hear back from him, that means I have talent. That's great. What I was not expecting was apparently he must have thought I was, I was so bad. He, he replied, you know, you sent kind of a formal email on Craigslist because you treat it like a possible business employment. He sends an email back, no header, no body. It's like, no, like, dear so-and-so. It's just like a one-line email. And it just goes, it's like, bro, you can't even sing on key. And that was it. That was all the emails. I was like, okay, so I'm personally hurt, but at the same time, you did say if you responded to anybody, you would only respond to people with talent. So clearly, you recognize some talent there. That's just, right. He's just expressing it in a, he in a was, harsh way. He was, oh, yes, exactly. He was, <laughs> he was just a little too forward. Yeah. Bro, you don't even have to be good at singing. You just got to sing better than your friends. Not everyone's going to think you're John Mayer. John you know Mayer. what I mean? Yeah. You just got to, just a little bit better than your friends. Tell me a little bit about what else you play. You play guitar, you play piano, you play anything else? Yeah, so uh, guitar is like my primary thing. Uh, so like my main guitar act, it'll be guitar, singing, and harmonica. I don't know what kind of music you're into, but if you, I'm sure you know like Bob Dylan. I'm more into alt. I love indie, indie right. alt. Um, it's hard to think of a indie alt guy that's using the, the harmonica rake, but you know it's like yeah. it, it goes around <laughs> your neck, it goes around your neck, right? Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like the harmonica gets held, so you're playing the guitar and then you're you're doing the harmonica at the same time. And I do a little bit of percussion with that too. I get some like tambourines and a kick drum that I usually play with at my feet. But, like I used to play on the Boston Commons. And I would go out there. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. play in the park. I'd do a little performance out there and stuff. So, you know, obviously the goofier you look, typically the better you do. So I had a bunch of instruments. But so that's like my main <laughs> – that's my main act. Uh, I play I play banjo. I play the mandolin. Uh, I have some working knowledge of the piano, which becomes even less working knowledge on the accordion because uh, I play that as well. Uh, I think those are, the, those are the, the primary ones, a little bit of bass. But usually I try to stick with just guitar, banjo, mandolin. Tell us about the trip to Austria. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, so I guess to, to timestamp uh, when this interview is taking place, it's currently, what month is it? It's December? December, December. yeah, just the middle of December. Of 2020, yeah. the COVID pandemic, still ongoing. Rhode Peaking. Island. Peaking. 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 Peaking, Rhode Island, bro. possibly It's the not worst even place. close to ending. It's peaking. it's peaking. Well, actually, the vaccine got approved last night or yesterday, yeah. but I don't know how far we are it, from this being it's over. It's going to take months yeah. and months, probably. Yeah. But, uh, but go ahead. Yeah, so we're in the middle of December. Tell, tell us about the trip. Where, where does this story take Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I had a ski trip planned, and it was, uh, you know— I had been saving for like two or three years. I hadn't gone on any vacation for spring break ever. Never did anything for spring break. So like my junior year of college, I'm in a five-year program. So technically it was my fourth year. I was like, all right, I want to go do something this year. So I had saved up for like a year to go. I'm like, all right, great, great. Got the plan booked. Everything is prepaid for. So I'm like, well, no refunds. So didn't think that was going to be a problem. And then the trip was planned for the first full week of March. That was like March 6th to March 13th. I was like, all right, sweet. Everything's great. Middle of February, things are starting to get kind of sus. So like, I think January, somebody ate like a bat in Wuhan. People are like, oh, this is not so good. <laughs> and then like February, like, ah, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's like Ebola. You know, we've lived through this a hundred times. I always make a big deal out of it. No sweat. 
like third, fourth week of February, kind of concerned. First week of March, not the first full week, but like March 1st, March 2nd, they're like, hey, travel is advised. Be be cautious. It's not that you can't go, just be cautious. So I'm like, all right, well, had I not paid for the trip already, and if I could just move it, I would move it. But I'm like, well, just, just be cautious. I'll be careful. It should be fine. I'm in Austria. I'm having an amazing uh, three days of skiing. I'm in St. Anton. Uh, my name is Anthony, by the way. Uh, I had exclusively picked where I was going because I had the same name <laughs> as a ski resort. I was like, St. Yeah, Anton, yeah, I'm right, Anthony. Right, this right. is an act of God. I'm supposed to go be there. Uh, but yeah, I had an amazing first three days of skiing. Uh, day four was a Wednesday. I remember very distinctly. We're, you know, we're six hours ahead. So it was like, I think that announcement came out like 10 p.m. Wednesday night, like American time, I guess Eastern time. So it was like early, early morning Thursday. We're like, wait a second. So President Trump had said, uh, everyone needs to be home. Travel ban starts Friday at midnight. Ooh. I'm like, my return flight is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday at midnight, uh, things were starting to get locked down. I was like, all right, uh, no sweat, no sweat. I just got to get a new flight. Uh, flights had gone from like, 5,000, we're looking at 12,000, $15,000 flights to try to get home. Uh, ended up buying two separate tickets. They both got canceled. Uh, we reached out to the U.S. Embassy to charter us a flight. They did, uh, but the flight that they chartered was for Sunday. So we still couldn't get in during the, uh, before the travel ban was up. So we're kind of running around crazy, trying really hard to, to get home before the travel ban started because we didn't really know what to expect. Um, and I mean, so the state of St. Anton, like it's like a little ski village absolute madness like people like you had tons of tourists there it was just absolutely frantic people trying to get out of the city it's a tiny little place like you had to take a bus like four or five hours into the mountains just to get there wow people are leaving like frantically so yeah so this is in the middle of austria yeah and you obviously get the news of the travel ban through i'm assuming maybe other americans who are there skiing or you just get the news on your phone you try to book a couple flights they all get canceled. The embassy throws you a bone, but then the embassy says, okay, well, all we can do is Sunday, which is after the deadline, so you're kind of port. So what happened then? Panic. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute panic. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of – that was a super budget ski trip, right? So I'm going with my super shitty boots, my super shitty skis. Like all my gear is beat up. It's worn in, and it's like my gear is like perfectly tuned for what I like to ski, and it's very comfortable for me. But it's garbage gear. And everybody there says, like, you know, super expensive jackets, most expensive pair of boots, most expensive skis. And they, they literally left them behind. They were, they're like, we can't, you know, I was able, people were like, we, were, we spent $20,000. We were able to book, you know, we got seats on a flight, but there's no carry-on luggage. So they left all their stuff there. They literally just took, like, a go bag. That's a expensive ass vacation 20k to get well to, to is try nothing to, to sneeze at to try to book a flight that it was two days from from that day yeah right, so it was wednesday they got flights booked for friday and uh the news had been that there was travel bans so like flights were getting canceled Fucking left and right. hell, dude long story short i managed to get a flight it was uh i think it was like 6k or 5k they throw you underneath where all the bags go? Yeah, actually. You ever see, <laughs> ever see Toy Story 2? It was just like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woody was coming. Bullseye was there. It was great. Um, but I got a flight. It was out of uh, Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. So I was in Austria, and Switzerland is not in Austria. So I managed to – I took a train from Austria to Zurich. 
and uh, Austria, and I think Switzerland. This might be really bad geography. Switzerland borders Italy, I think, or Austria does. Uh, long story yeah. short, Italy. If you remember, Italy had the uh, the pandemic, the absolute worst when this started. So that was all shut down. So they had closed the border uh, from Italy to Austria and Italy to Switzerland. So no Italians were allowed over. So I'm on the train from uh, St. Anton to Zurich, and we're crossing the border. And uh, they're like, oh, okay. You know, every, obviously all the announcements are in German, and I don't understand them. But uh, we stop at the first stop in Zurich. I'm like, what, what is going on? Obviously, we've made stops before, but, like, train is halted. We're not – nobody's getting on. Nobody's getting off. Uh, you a fan of Harry Potter? Love Harry Potter. Big fan of Harry Potter. You know uh, episode, what, episode three? Is it the third one? Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. You know when he's on the train and everything gets all dark and then the Dementors start coming up on yeah, the train? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they had their version of border police. I mean, they, they looked – they were basically like military. Uh, so the Swiss military had come onto the you train. you have any chocolate on you? I'm, I, have, I, I hear that that helps a little bit. I, I think the Swiss are quite picky. You know, Swiss chocolate, they're like, we don't want anything. We want, you know, the good stuff. Uh, but they're, they're like, passports, passports, passports. So I'm like, what are they, what are they checking for? And I'm like, they're looking for anybody that has an Italian stamp in their passport. So not even if you had an Italian passport, but if, even if you had an Italian stamp. Oh, fuck. We're, we're looking around. The guy, it's military police. He's got two guys by like the back of their collar, dragging him off the train, because they had they had Italian. Wait, so they might have been Italian, they might not have been Italian, but they had the Italian stamp. Yep. And they're dra- they're getting off the dragged train. off by the back of their yeah. necks. Pulled them off the That's train. That's crazy. They weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to enter the country, and they were. I mean, they were fucking pretty Christ, terrifying. Dude. Wow. Uh, but what ended up happening, I made it into I made it into Switzerland. I took a flight from Zurich to Holland. This is the first time I was in Europe, by the way, and also like the second time I had ever flown. Uh, <laughs> and I suddenly was having to like do this like multi-country tour to try to figure right, out how to get right, home. Right, right, right. So I got to Zurich. I took a flight to Holland, and then I took a flight from Holland to uh, Boston, Logan. They managed to ship my skis to London instead of Logan when they typed them in. <laughs> instead of L O G, they put in L O N. So my skis got went to London. I went to Logan. Managed to get home. It was eleven o'clock during you know before the travel ban started. So it was 11 o'clock Friday night, and you know, we're talking to the people at Customs and for the U.S., and we're like, you know, what's the quarantine? What are we supposed to do? They're like, oh, you're before the travel ban, so you're fine. I'm like, we're fine? They're like, yeah, you're fine. That's it? They're like, that's it. So I was like, all right. Well, you know, the CDC said you're supposed to quarantine for two weeks. So that's what I did. So I got home, quarantined for two weeks. Day 13, I begin to get symptoms, and then uh, my, my first – I had managed to get home safely, but now my, my COVID journey had begun. Uh, so I, I ended up I had COVID for about two months. I didn't really wasn't really two back on my feet till like May first. Damn. Yeah, it was a wild trip from start to finish. <laughs> that is crazy. So let's talk about what happened when you got back. So you're talking to customs. They send your skis to London. You said that it was a low budget trip as far as what you brought with you. So low budget boots, low budget poles, all that stuff. What was lost and what were you able to get back so i left i left with obviously clothes i had a suitcase of clothes and and medicine bag i had a ski helmet skis poles ski boots so all the essential stuff i had a ski bag as well some other gear but that was the big stuff when i was trying to leave saint anton in a panic somebody in a panic who had left the night prior grabbed the wrong pair of boots for sure 
or they took mine. I doubt someone would have taken mine because mine were dirt cheap. Okay. So right. in St. Anton, somebody took my boots. They took them home with them. So before I even left for Zurich, I was already like, I lost my freaking ski boots. I get to Zurich, I got all my stuff. Fly to to Amsterdam. Actually, I know it was lost in Zurich. Uh, the woman's like, you know, she's doing everything, and, and I'm, I'm with my buddies, and we're checking our, our bag receipts. We're like, wait a minute. Why does my say L-O-N? Like, yours all say L-O-G for, like, the stuff they stuck on the bag. Mine says L-O-N. So my skis and my poles and got shipped to London. So I, on this big ski trip, right, I'm ready to ski the Alps, like deck to the nines. You know, I got cheap stuff, but I got all the stuff I need. I returned with my helmet. That was it. Literally <laughs> all I had to show thing. for it. I'm like, all I have the left only is thing, my helmet. The only thing my brother Anthony returned with Nothing was left. his goddamn helmet, bro. <laughs> Just like the fucking Mandalorian guy. You never lose the helmet, bro. You fucking always have that on you. This is you the way. fucking crackhead. <laughs> How you loving this season, guy? You like this season? You having a good time? Perfect season. All right, so we're recording this before the finale. Yeah. There's one yeah. episode left. We still got the finale. Give me your thoughts on this season so far, Anthony. Or Stan. One of you guys. Let it loose. This season has been incredible. 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 Me and Anthony were actually just talking about this last night. It's kind of crazy. All the like subtle things they bring back right. from Star Wars, whether it's the movies or Clone Wars or whatever, like Ahsoka showing up and, and Boba Fett and... Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah, we're just talking about Boba Fett's ship and how it shoots those bombs that we can't think of the name of. It's crazy that they don't overindulge you with these references, but they kind of make it fit together. Like, yeah, like you're not going to see the Boba Fett ship bomb and you're not going to like eye roll. It's just like, oh, yeah. nice touch. Seismic, seismic charges. The seismic charges. Bro, and yeah, they actually, they developed Grogu really well. What's your thoughts on his name? Grogu? Sure. I don't mind it. Little Grogu. That's all right. Grogu. That's all right in my book. Little Grogu can fly. The relationship that he has with Mando is, is incredible. Yeah. I love that development. I love this season. A lot of people were saying The Mandalorian is really just another Disney show where they can sell more merch. They can market Star Wars and, and you know, make profits for Disney. There's nothing that has been between episode six and seven. There's been shit between three and four, yep. which... It actually worked out. I like the solo movie, and I like Rogue One. Rogue One. But this is the first show or movie that's between six and seven. I think that they're doing a good job. I think it is the best spinoff, even including the movies and the TV shows. And it I is, agree. It is not only the best spinoff. I think The Mandalorian is actually the best Star Wars made production since maybe the original episode seven. No, I like the prequels. I, the I like the prequels. I like the prequels. There's this guy that I like on YouTube. His name is Star Wars Theory. I don't know what his actual name is. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, bald guy. Makes tons of Star Wars content. Guy has millions of subs. Guy's a beast. His favorite episode is episode three out of every single movie. Really? And I tend to agree with him on that just because that was the first movie I saw in theaters. That is obviously the catalyst it connects the prequels to the sequels i am a huge episode three guy episode two was trash i saw that not too long ago couldn't even finish it i did like episode one episode one is maybe like a seven seven and a half in my book the prequels are better than the sequels i get it of course right four five and six it's better than one two and three obviously right it's just i think the sequels get a bad rap 
And I also think that the Mandalorian being so much better than 7, 8, 9 is so bad. A TV show is better than three movies? Yeah. Three movies. Three. Yeah. Like, that's sad. And, like, any anyone would have that opinion. I think, okay, episode 7 was okay. It was all right. I liked 7. Eight, eight sucked, and then 9 sucked. I have, a, like, I have a hot take on that. Go ahead, Anthony. Go ahead. Episode 8 was the best of the three. You think episode eight was the best of the three? Independently, okay. As, okay. obviously, like as a trilogy, each one dropped the ball in its own way. Yeah. But as individual, oh, yeah. as individual movies, I think episode eight was actually was the best for me. Because like I, I, I say this a lot, like the dialogue in the new trilogy, it just feels like the Marvel movie template has been just dragged and dropped over like Star Wars assets, where it's like there's no there's no more dialogue. People don't talk anymore. It's just like set up punchline, set up punchline. You just don't get character moments. You just get like these like. You know, gif-worthy, like Twitter moments instead, where it's like, "Oh, this was a funny joke," or "That was a funny joke," but you just you're you're basically left with like a bunch of like slapstick and like one-liners that completely wear out their welcome by the time you go to watch the movie again. And I think Episode Eight was the best that like falling was the best at not doing that. Whereas right. Seven and, okay. Seven and nine, especially. I mean, nine was just nine was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking they, Ray they is a, a lot. Palpatine. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. My guy Palpatine never fucked. <laughs> My guy was an old. Actually, was you know pure. what, dude? He was like one of those like high higher up politicians, and those politicians, like even in our country, like politicians, fuck. You never know where they got you kids. Never know, bro. <laughs> you never you know. You never know. Not to steer this back to the Mandalorian, but what do you think, Matt? What do you think is gonna happen in the season finale? They gotta rescue Grogu, right? I don't to. know. I think he's there for. So we have the doctor guy, right? The guy who wears right. white. So his logo is the Camino logo. Oh, okay. So like the Camino cloners. Sure. Yeah. So my hot take is that what we're seeing is an attempt to clone the Emperor. I think they're trying. Really? To, yeah. I think that they're trying to lean into the whole episode nine. Like, you know, the Emperor has clones. The Emperor made Snoke, right? Right. So clearly, you know, they need someone who's force sensitive. So I think Moff Gideon is kind of like the the birth of the First Order and is kind of carrying out the Emperor's last directive, which is capture Force users. I think that's fair. And clone clone them to yeah. the, clone me. So that's that's my that's, that's a pretty spicy prediction. That's a pretty spicy prediction. I think in a very Disney way, Grogu is getting saved. <laughs> I think in a very there's very no Disney. way not for, Disney not kills. Blood is Mando is gonna survive. Boba Fett is gonna survive. I think that that bodybuilding girl, like that jacked Video game girl, that jacked girl that could <laughs> fucking girl. you ever see those videos of of like someone like crushing a watermelon with their thighs? <laughs> That's that type of girl. I think she's gonna die. They gotta kill a couple people off. They gotta kill a couple people off, right? It's the finale of the season. Yeah, I think she's gonna die. I mean, Boba Fett alone in his prime yeah. was the best bounty hunter. He's a clone of his dad. And his dad, in his day, was the best one. Right. So, yeah. And then on top of that, he roams around with some guy who we call the Mandalorian, yeah. who, who is supposed to be and, the and, best fighter yeah, of and, them all. And I usually, I don't like when someone's supposed to die and they come back. Like, Boba Fett coming back after the Sarlacc pit fucking swallowed him in episode six. That, in other movies, and other series, I don't like that because I'm like, okay, well, fuck. Like, yeah. Of course, they're just resurrecting this character yeah. for XYZ reasons. Exactly. But... 
I think a guy like Boba Fett, who's an absolute dog, he's an absolute fighter. He's a scrappy bounty hunter. He's probably the one guy they could have resurrected. Exactly. Where everyone's like, he really yeah, is. he survived yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. In that, last that's episode, Boba Fett. yeah, he got a new paint job on his armor. Looked sick. <laughs> guy was so sick. This is a spicy take. Anthony brought this up about the Marvel movies. I can't stand the Marvel movies. I hate the Avenger movies. Wow. I like a select few of the spinoffs. Yeah. Like, I love the Black Panther movie. I love that movie. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And I know that's very controversial. Wow. We all love Toby. We all love Toby. Everyone loves Toby. Toby yeah. Maguire is the GOAT yeah. when we it comes it. to Spider-Man. We get it. It's just, like, just like Christian Bale. Christian Bale is always going to be the GOAT when it comes to Batman, right? Right. He's always going to be the GOAT. But as far as the Avenger movies as a whole, I know a lot of people like Iron Man. A lot of people like the Thor movies. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I, I don't like them. I don't like them. I've seen every movie maybe one time. Yeah. Maybe have skipped a couple, and that's it. I think I'm with you. I think – I just think they overdid them a little bit. I, I think they're they're all good, like, individually, but then when you just see how, how many times it's spun over, you're just kind of like – yeah, it's, I just think it's like, kind of the same thing. I I also have this opinion too. Like I think like individual movies are cool. Like let the Hulk have an individual. Like, yeah. Let Spider Man. Yeah. You know, like Captain America. Like if these people, if these heroes have their own movie, right. that's cool. But all of them joining together, I just I think that that's so dumb. Any movie that has more action than storyline, and there are people that lean action. As opposed to leaning storyline, I lean storyline in a movie, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I try not to be on my phone during the movie. Obviously, like when you're watching in theaters, you can't be on your phone. But you know, watching Netflix or Hulu or something like that at home, try not to be on my phone. I actually try to like follow the story and like get involved in the movie. The Marvel movies and the storyline, like the action, just crushes the storyline, and and Absolutely. that's probably my gripe about it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just it's they feel disposable. Like it's like it is a race to rush. So uh, I think the the one that's on the horizon now we just found out that Spider Man three is gonna have Tom Holland obviously the main lead. They've confirmed that Tobey Maguire is gonna be returning in Spider Man. Whoa! Yeah. Wait, what? Yes, and Andrew Garfield has also been confirmed to be returning. Wait, what? Yeah, and the uh, the guy who played Doc Ock in Spider Man two. The original Oh, for real? It's also going to be returning. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to be doing, like, a multiverse, like, the Spider-Men. It's a rush to wait. Like, am I excited for that movie? Absolutely. Huge Spider-Man fan. Collect yeah. the comics. Love to read it. Just, like, love that stuff. But as soon as it comes out, I'm going to watch it once. I will probably never watch it again and never right. think about it again. We got Stan on today. We got Anthony on today. You guys have been fantastic. I love you boys. You guys have been great. Thanks for having us. Thank you. This was great. Absolutely, guys. There's something on my mind.